Today we begin hour 21. It begins the second half of the total of 40 hours that we've studied. If you look back at it, the students have come a long way. We're going to continue to teach them patterns. And in most cases, the patterns that we'll learn will be able to incorporate everything that we've learned up to now. Once again, it is so important to review what you, we've learned. No one gets it the first time around. After constant reinforcement, they become comfortable and they begin to own it. So here's what we do this, this um, hour. If you click here, uh, this brings us to this particular printout here. Let me move this here. Okay. Um, this is uh, dealing with um, the aspects of not knowing something. You know, we spend half our, you know, sometimes it seems, uh, you know, a quarter of our lives not knowing what happens. And most students tend to overuse don't. I don't know. And what I teach them is differences here that they can use so that in the class I never let them use I don't know since there are these very common substitutes. On the side here you see three divisions. You know, I have no idea he likes her. I don't have any idea she can't go. The difference between the first and the second group here is in this sentence, in this particular section, um, it's things that um, there's no doubt that something is a fact. For example, he's rich. Well, I didn't have any idea he was rich. That is optional. I, had, I have no idea she doesn't like him. When you find out something is more of a fact, this one is used, that. If there's a little doubt, if and whether are used. So I didn't have any idea if um, she is there. I have no clue whether he likes going there. This section just conveys more doubt. This is more, it's a fact, and um, you, maybe you've just found it out. You know, uh, I had no idea she was pregnant. Well, she, maybe you were told, just told she was pregnant. Okay. You can't say if or whether because there's, this conveys a bit of doubt. You know, I had no idea if she uh, was going to go. You don't know. There's some doubt. So if and whether need to be used here, they are interchangeable. This is simply... A person asks, what did you do? What did he do? I don't have any idea what he did. Where did she go? I have no clue where she went. How long ago did they get married? I have no idea how long ago they got married. The question just turns into the sentence. So I don't have any idea what he's thinking of doing. I haven't got any idea where she made him go. So 
to practice this, especially this, uh, for example, here, to practice this, I would ask them a question. Uh, does she feel like going? I have no idea if she feels like going. Did she manage to meet him? I have no idea if she managed to meet him. You know, just assign one of these for them to practice. Once they become comfortable with one, they can move on to the next. Um, did she meet him? I don't have any idea whether she met him. Those are simple questions. With what, where, why, when, you'd say, how long ago did she go? I have no idea how long ago she went. Why does he like her? I have no idea why he likes her. So you can, with the patterns that we've learned in the first 20 hours, you know, you can have those patterns in front of you and just ask random questions. You want to see if they get this right. Did she go? I have no idea. Did she go? Is not, you know, is not right. Sentences generally come out in this area. So I would go through that. Once again, broaden their base of usable patterns. Native speakers use these quite commonly. Oh, I see here that I have uh, duplicated. I have, uh, oh, no, I have no idea and I have no clue. Yeah, they're, they're a little different. So um, that's one thing. The other thing that comes out with this is that in conversation, the bottom third of this um, section here shows the use of, let me, let me bring this up a little bit. I can't, but um, how can you tell, that is optional, how can you tell she is mad? Usually this relates to things that you see or perhaps heard. This really throws off students when they first hear it. They think, um, how can you tell? They think it means uh, I can tell is something spoken. But in fact, how can you tell means how do you know? How can you tell she's angry? I can tell by her face, a noun. How can you tell he was crying? I can tell because I see his face. I can see the tears coming down his face. How can you tell he's rich? I can tell since um, he uh, has a huge house. How can you tell he's rich? I can tell because of his car, right? And so how can you tell is used a lot. Usually it refers to things that you see. How can you tell it's cold outside? Well, I can tell because there's snow, right? And then sometimes just how is dropped, you can use this. Can you tell that um, she's happy? Yeah, I can tell she's happy. Can you tell where she went? Yeah, I can tell where she went. You know, she brought her swimming suit with her. I, you know, she went to the um, um, swimming pool. How can you tell he, uh, can you tell uh, he's in love with her? Sure, I can tell because I look at his face, I can see how happy he is. So when I study these patterns in 21, I include I can tell because whenever you hear I can tell, it always means I know. It's just like clockwork. You know, I can tell he's uh, hungry. I can tell 
he's has fun doing that. I can tell he feels like meeting her. I can tell. I can sense it. These are things that you know. So once the students learn this, they'll begin to hear it a lot in conversation, and they can respond appropriately. So today we have these patterns that we're learning. They're simple to um, review because you're just asking questions. Uh, as you see here, the let me move this over. I can't. But um, there's lots of reviews here. There's three review sections. Just using these with photos, but patterns 1 to 21. So it's a good time to reinforce patterns they learned and to stop them from saying, I don't know. People get tired of using it, and you can be of help to them. Thank you.